Hello and welcome to tonight's CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualia, sitting here with Marvazan and with Mike Molino, per usual. Another week, another Patriots loss. Patriots lose to Kansas City on Sunday, 23-16. to um, it was it was an interesting game. There's uh there's there's some storylines that came out of it. Patriots offense didn't look great. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs backslash the refs did a really good job at defeating the Patriots, which that's going to be the first topic that we're going to get into because obviously there were some atrocious calls that the referees made. Atrocious calls right down to that. It was a it wasn't it was a first down call. And when Bill Belichick challenged it against Kansas City, it was it was held, which is fine. I don't really mind that part. But the issue that I have with that, it was a catch on the 40-yard line. Sammy Watkins, who I believe caught the ball, didn't come anywhere near the 40-yard line. So that was number one. That one's not as bad. Uh, obviously, we have the Stephon Gilmore. Uh, Stephon Gilmore picks up the fumble. The call is blown dead. He starts running. Call is blown dead. Uh, it Bad whistle. Bad whistle. Stop the play. If Stephon Gilmore scores, obviously automatic review. You would have seen it. Then we have the Nikhil Harry one, which is the biggest, which is the most egregious one. Nikhil Harry, at this point, the Patriots don't have any challenges left. Nikhil Harry goes for the touchdown. Really close to the end, uh, really close to the out-of-bounds line. Doesn't step out, but the referee who's staring directly at him calls him out-of-bounds. No challenges for the Patriots because they call him out-of-bounds and no review. Takes away another touchdown. And then the Philip Dorsett non-call on the pass interference. So, guys, with that, there was a lot to digest here with this Patriots game. Was Sunday's loss more on the Patriots or, as a lot of people are calling it on mostly social media, mostly Twitter, was this loss more on the Patriots or was it more on the referees? Marv, let's start with you. You know, as fans of the New England Patriots, obviously the first thing you want to do is react and talk about how the referees screwed this game. And obviously players, when they first leave the field, they're going to feel the same way too. But if you really just take some time and really think about it, the Patriots, they beat them. They they lost this game more than the referees lost this game. The offense put up 16 points, Nick. That like That's still unacceptable against the yeah. Kansas City Chiefs two defense. Other, two other touchdowns. What happened? Two other touchdowns that the refs ripped but, up the ball. Yeah, they got ripped up, but they still had opportunities to score. After the Nick Hill here, that was still a first. That was still a first down. You're still in the red zone. Make sure you get that touchdown. Like these, the the um, points that the refs took away, those are supposed to be just footnotes. Like, damn, that's horrible officiating. But Patriots still had their opportunities to score, and they just didn't. Let's think about the um the block punt that they had early in the game. They get the ball, and they three and out right away. Don't put no points up on that perfect opportunity. This Patriots offense is horrible. Once again, a defense, double teams Julian Edelman, double teams James White, and no no one else can make a play. The offensive line, oh, my goodness. I know you brought in Isaiah Wynn, but you're on your third center right now. Um, you got Mason. And um, my, I can't. I'm blanking right now on the um. Marcus the tackle. Cannon. Marcus Cannon. Woof. You got Mason and Cannon. Shaq Mason. It's like he's a different person. It's not the same guy. Shaq has digressed, and Marcus Cannon's not playing no better either. Like just the whole offensive line is is really poor. So Brady has no time to throw the ball. We think about um the last play to Julian Edelman on fourth and three. 
Brady didn't even have any time to really put any ball, any any heat in that ball. And Jacoby Myers was also open on that play as well. So there was just a lot of mishaps. The Patriots, they did it to themselves. Yes, the referees are a huge storyline, and that's going to catch all the headlines. But it's the Patriots offense, Nick. This is what's been killing them on all their losses, and it's going to continue to hurt them moving forward. Yeah, so that's the thing. If the Patriots offense has been performing well for over the course of this entire season, we haven't been having these conversations week after week. Is this Patriots offense able to fix itself? Then maybe you could look at the referees and be like, okay, well, usually I wouldn't blame it on this, but the referees, they played a big hand in this game, which they did, but it wasn't necessarily their fault. The Patriots offense has just had issue after issue after issue. We're going to get more into it. Guys, though, before we go on, the Patriots roundtable is powered by betonline.ag. Football and basketball seasons are in full swing. Get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional ball. Every spread, every total, every winner, every single stupid loser. Straight bet wow. parlay or tease your way through the entire season. You can even bet on wild prop bets. Who will make the college football playoff? Who will be the NFL MVP? Gordon Hayward, by the way, comes back tonight. So, guys, you want to bet on the Celtics? Go ahead and do it. Get the fastest two market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to betonline.ag on your mobile device to join and use promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sports book experts. All right, Mike, what do you think? That loss, more on the Patriots, more on the referees. It's easy to watch that game and just be upset with the blown calls by the referees. I mean, there were a lot. There were a lot. Just plenty of times throughout the game that if you went on Twitter, Patriots Twitter is just flooded with people pissed off. I said about- we should bury them under the turf. <laughs> <laughs> people were completely pissed off with how the refs were officiating that game. And, you know, it was rightly so. I think it's completely justified. Whether you're a Patriots fan or just a football fan, you're watching that game and the refs blew a lot of calls. But at the end of the day, four 15-minute quarters, Patriots were only able to put up 16 points. That's exactly what Marv said. And that's the truth. You know, whether the refs had bad calls or not, you still look at the Patriots' offense and say they struggle to get anything going throughout the whole game. It was a struggle. Yeah, they had that trick play early on that worked out well. But, you know, I'd be damned if it starts to seem like, damn, if the Patriots don't pull up some kind of tricks out their ass, they can't really get anything done. Um, But overall, you know, you want to see a team that can consistently march down the field, give the defense some time on the bench to catch their breath um, before they have to step step back on the field and try to contain, you know, Patrick Mahomes and the chief offense. But this is another game where we sit back and say the Patriots offense is struggling. Yeah, the refs sucked. We all know that. We can all agree on that. But the Patriots offense is something that hopefully can get rectified within the next couple of weeks, especially before you start looking towards the postseason. They need to because that offense is bad. And, no, you you guys are right. Like, you can blame part of this game on the referees, sure. That Nikhil Harry, the Nikhil Harry call, one of the most atrocious, yeah. gross, disgusting calls I've ever seen in the NFL. You had a lot of people defending that referee. Oh, he was blocked out. I tweeted out a picture before we started the show because I was looking at some of the highlights. That referee 
was staring directly at the foot of Nikhil Harry. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Guys, it was unreal. It's funny. I feel like the fumble was worse to me. The fumble, the, the fumble was the, worse too I, I, because that, he, that one's worse to me. Why? So, why in the world are you are you blowing the whistle at all? Let it go out. Let it play out. See, I'm actually on the opposite just because that play was so quick. Maybe the referee. I, mean, I don't want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I really right. don't. But maybe the referee was looking at it, thought that he saw him go down. That one was a little quicker. This one, the ref was right there, staring at the foot of Nikhil Harry. And then if you have to bring somebody in to have a discussion, at that point, call the touchdown. Okay, know the circumstances. Know the other team. Know the team that is 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 going to be affected by this does not have any more challenge flags. You call that a touchdown, guess what? That goes to automatic review. Yep. Jerome Booger but, staff. Jerome Booger full <laughs> roasted. The same Sticks. time, I agree with you all 100%. At the same time, you look at that play late there in the fourth quarter where uh, Patriots had it in the red zone to possibly tie the game. And even sitting there watching that, I, I won't lie, I lacked confidence in Patriots scoring in the red zone. Because well, so that's why I think that's why I think so many Patriots fans were upset because you knew – they weren't going to get that ball in the end zone. Exactly. That's where I was at watching that game. I'm like, we're in this position, but I don't even have confidence that the Patriots are going to get the ball in somewhere, somehow. Yeah, so I mean, like, with that, of course it's on the Patriots, right? Because the defense held the Kansas City Chiefs. And Patrick Mahomes, by the way, that guy looks fully healed. That ankle injury that was bothering him at the start of the season, he looks fully healed. He looks ready to go. His kneecapping on the other side of his leg does not seem to be affecting him at all at this moment. He looked good, but the Patriots defense held him to 23 points in Sunday's game. 23 points. That should be enough for the Patriots offense, who's going up against the defense. And Kansas City's defense is fine. They've been playing better as of late, but it doesn't matter. Whoever the Patriots offense plays, they have not been able to... to, they've They've made the defense look much better than they are. I mean, look at the Houston Texans game. The Houston Texans pass defense stinks. But they made them look really damn good. So, yeah, this is on the Patriots offense. This is on the Patriots altogether for for losing that game. But you can't take away from how atrocious that referee and crew was. Terrible, terrible. It might be the worst officiated game I've ever seen. It was bad. Just (laughs) off of the base of how consecutive it was in the second half. It was unreal. It was, I mean, Jerome, Jerome Booger. Hell yeah, I'm loving that nickname. Saw that on Twitter. I'm going to keep rolling with that. <laughs> Jerome Booger, his crew cannot ref any more Patriots games. They can't. The last time the Patriots lost at home at Gillette Stadium, he was that referee when they played the Carolina Panthers, I believe, was it 2017? Wow. And that mm-hmm. in the play at the end of the game? Whoa. Yes. Yeah. The same, the same. That game pissed me off, too, now yeah. that I remember. That game so, really pissed me off. That's where we're at. Obviously, it's on the Patriots offense. You have to do better than that. You, you were given the opportunities, even with that blown call. You're sitting there right in front of the end zone. You have to get that ball in. But the refereeing crew stinks. Stinks. They, they, deserve, they deserve some partial blame there. All right, guys. This is another CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualia, sitting here with Marvazan and with Mike Molyneux. Patriots offense, again, not good. Frankly, they sucked. They lose on Sunday, 23-16. to And one of their touchdowns, just like the game, it was Dallas. 
where it had to come off of a trick play. They can't just score conventional touchdowns. It has to come off of a trick play. Obviously, I'm talking about the flea flicker. It was James White, James White back to Tom Brady, Tom Brady to Julian Edelman. They're struggling. And they're not just struggling in one area. They're struggling in a lot of different areas. Guys, do you know who the second leading rusher was in this game for the Patriots? Brady. Tom, Thomas Edward Brady. Tom Brady, 20 yards rushing. James White, 33. James White led your team with 33 rushing yards. You know what that makes you guys? One-dimensional. Frankly, you might be no-dimensional because you don't even really have a passing game. So, guys, here's the question. Is the Patriots offense at this point fixable? We've got three weeks left in the season. Are they fixable? Mike, what do you think? We'll start with you. It's really tough, man. Over the years, we've seen some, we've seen similar situations where it looks like this Patriots offense has nothing. They're down and out. You know, the whole mantra right now that people are trying to, you know, reach back towards is on to Cincinnati because that's literally the case. You have a bad game. Directly after Kansas City, too. Directly after Kansas City. Let's just move on to Cincinnati. And, I mean, we're saying that because in the last time they used that little mantra, the offense was looking bad. You know, they went to Kansas, uh, Cincinnati. And things kind of turned around. And, you know, the rest of the story with that season, here's a similar situation now where the offense has looked terrible last couple of weeks. You have a game where, you know, you don't get blown out similar to a few years ago against Kansas City, but still offense isn't clicking at all. If this was just a regular ordinary team that didn't have Belichick and Brady, you know, I'd say, wow, this team is toast. This offense is is just, they'll never get it going. But the fact that I've seen this story a couple of times with this team, with this same coach, with the same quarterback, maybe different different weapons this time around, but we've seen this story before. You cannot rule this team out. I understand it looks bad. People are saying getting Sanu was the dumbest decision ever. Obviously, people are still on Antonio Brown. People, people are, are still, still on, on Manny Sanders. <laughs> people are still on uh, Josh Gordon uh, being let go. You know, people are still on different things that have taken place. But if there's one team that can go through changes that can seem like they have nothing to work with and make a lot out of it, it's the New England Patriots. Yes, it's a brand new year, brand new season. Brady's another year older, whatever the case or uh, whatever way you want to spin it. History has shown us that they can make it work. And again, I said this on the postgame show um, following the game against Kansas City. You have three weeks of football left, regular season football left. Yes, one of those games are going up against the Bills who have been pretty solid this season. But you're taking on Cincinnati, who really sucks, and the Dolphins also aren't playing for anything. So if there's a time to hopefully right the ship, here it is in these next three weeks. You want to definitely have a good game against the Bills and show people that you can beat one of the better teams in the league. But you should also hopefully come out and look to dominate Kansas. I mean, I'm sorry, Cincinnati and in Miami, in my opinion. So keep the faith, like the 2004 Red Sox. Keep the faith. That's what I'm doing here in this situation. Yeah, at that point, though, the 2004 Red Sox hadn't won anything. We, we're coming off of another <laughs> year of a Super Bowl. <laughs> true. But people make it seem like they're in the, in the dumps right now for sure. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, why not? And, and, and by the way, Screw all those people on Twitter who are like Patriots fans. They have no right to boo Tom Brady and the Patriots. Uh, yeah, what are we supposed to just 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 be okay with the team sucking? No, we're not. Ten and three, whatever. They have to play better. 
Exactly. Mar, before we jump over to you, guys, football and basketball season, they are in full swing. Get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or pro ball. Every spread, every total, every single winner or loser, straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the entire season. You can even bet on wild prop bets. Who will make the college football playoff? You know they want to bring Alabama in there so bad. Who will be the NFL MVP? Get the fastest two-market odds updates and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to betonline.ag on your mobile device to join or use promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sports book experts. All right, Marv, what do you think? Is this offense, is it fixable? What do you think? No. This offense <laughs> is not fixable. These guys it's, stink. <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. If the Patriots are going to, you know, somehow, someway get to this Super Bowl, is going to be cut. It's going. It's going to be because of this incredible defense, and the defense is going to have to play out of their minds and put this offense in you know short yardage situations for them to score a little bit. Look, I mentioned it earlier. You don't have David Andrews. His backup Ted Caress got hurt. So now you have who? Ferentz in in there. James we, James Ferentz. Ferentz, and we see what he's been doing ever since he's been there. Everyone's been going right through the middle. So you don't have a line. We saw that, you know, Cannon, Mason, they've all digressed. You don't have a running game. The running game is done, and you can blame it on the offensive line. You could say Sony Michelle doesn't look too good. James White's been your best running back in the past three weeks. And I'm not even talking about receiving-wise. He's been your best running back. Yeah. So that's a problem. And you don't have a full you don't have any fullbacks. They both got shot in the leg like two weeks into the season. So they they're they're gone. No Rob Gronkowski. Jacoby Myers, Nikhil Harry, you don't know you don't know what you're getting out of those guys. You know, Jacoby, he broke a lot of fans' hearts this past week. This was supposed to be someone you know that fell off that bandwagon. Yeah, everyone was supposed to cheer, you know, cheering for Jacoby, undrafted, great story. You know, maybe like the next Julian Edelman guy, no one everyone overlooked. But he's been dropping, he's been dropping passes lately, you know, running the bad route. There's only so much the fans will hold on to. And Jacoby might have broke a lot of fans' hearts last week. So we don't know about that. Nikhil Harry only got two snaps last week. And I don't see them snaps increasing to 20 or 30 anytime soon. I think it is what it is with Nikhil Harry right now, which is unfortunate. So I just broke it down. And then Tom Brady's not playing well either. You know, the pre- once the pressure gets to Brady, it's a wrap. He's 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 just not been the Tom Brady of old as we've been used to. He knows and there's he, no protection. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of factors into the reasons why Brady is not playing well. Could be the line, lack of receivers, and his decision-making as well. All that being said, it's not magically going to be fixed in three weeks heading into the playoffs. Yes, you have a softer schedule. You should beat Bengals. You should beat the Jets. But you've had soft schedules earlier when you faced like the Washington Redskins and your offense was still struggling. I don't see it happening anyway. I think the Patriots are really going to have to depend on this defense. And I'm not even mad about trick plays that they're doing. The trick plays have been working. So if you got to do two or three trick plays a game to try to win a game, I'm not going to be upset with, upset with it because I, I'm looking at the game and it's, it is what it is. This is what your offense is going to be. They're done. The offense is done. It's, it's cooked, man. I, I cooked. mean, I, 
I'm, I'm totally with you because the only thing that I see getting better on this team is Nikhil Harry, right? Because that's like the only thing that can get better at this point. We're entering week 15 now. Nikhil Harry, I would... I still have hope that Nikhil Harry is going to somehow figure this out. Because frankly, the offense, they need him to figure it out. So they can't really... I don't think they can even really limit his snaps anymore. If you need another... If you want another weapon that's going to get better, you have to play him. You have to hope that he gets better. Because what are your other options, guys? You don't have any other options. In this offensive line... At the start of the year, it's the, it might be the most disappointing thing on the entire season. At the start of this year, we were like, this might be the best offensive line in football. Okay, Shaq Mason sucks now. Don't know when that happened. <sighs> Marcus Cannon sucks now. He looks like more like 2015 Marcus Cannon. Oh, don't bring me back to that Marcus Cannon. <laughs> 2000, 2014, 2015, whenever Nate Solder got hurt. Nate Solder, not really that good either, but he's not on this team anymore. Uh, Joe Tooney's the only guy. Joe he, And Isaiah yeah. Wynn. He's been okay. He hasn't been great, but he's been serviceable. Much better than Marshall Newhouse. Uh, Joe Tooney's looks fine, too. Speaking of Marshall Newhouse, I am done with that guy. Every time he, he, he steps on the field, it just it doesn't fail. <laughs> the defense goal. licks their chops. <laughs> freaking field goal. Just throw your body in front of him. Throw your ass in front of him. Something. Slow him down. This guy sucks. I am so tired of seeing Marshall Newhouse in a Patriots uniform. A field goal. Yeah, he's not he's not NFL talent. And I'm not even trying to make fun of Marshall Newhouse or anything <laughs> like that. The guy's not an NFL talent player. XFL is opening up next year, man. CFL yes. maybe. Do something. Just get him out of here. I am so tired of this guy. A field goal. He can't even help the team. Just get just just kick the ball over the line. I don't even care. I don't even care if folk missed it. The fact that Marshall Newhouse was part of that play was comical. I laughed out loud. I was so he's, excited to start He's him. too damn big to be letting people get through him like that. It's yeah. it's phenomenal. But the only reliable guys on this offense are Julian Edelman and James White. You don't yep. ever run. I'm over Sony Michelle. Okay, I've given this guy so many chances. I don't think Sony Michelle has no explosiveness. At least when Rex Burkett gets the ball, he's explosive. He I, runs into the line like a cannon. I don't even like Rex Burkett. Debatable. Yeah, but at least he's like it, there's like there's some kind of rush there. Sonny Michelle, it just Sonny Michelle doesn't even it doesn't look like he bends his knees. It looks like he's waddling upfield. I'm over Sonny Michelle. I'm over the running game. James White's your best running back, which is pathetic because he's not a, he's not he's a receiving back if anything. You don't have any receivers. Your offensive line sucks. Your quarterback's fine. Okay, if he had better off if he had better protection, then I bet he'd be better. But he's fine. This offense is not going to get better. I do not think they're fixable. Bookmark this right now. Prove me wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But this offense yeah. is not fixable. Completely cooked. Keep the faith, man. Come on. It's not about keeping faith. It's about seeing what you see, and this offense is cooked. Yeah, we. I mean, you, I we mean, just I, said Julian Edelman and James White are the best offensive players on it. That on any team, that's <clears> bad. Yeah, like try something else. Matt Lacoste, maybe. I mean, try maybe try, try to that. target Matt Lacoste more. By the way, Jacob Hollister looks pretty damn good out in Seattle. Yeah, that Could sucks. You, another guy, another guy. We forgot to mention. We obviously talk about Gronk not being on the team, and he helps out the running game a lot. But Dwayne Allen, Dwayne yeah. Allen was huge for this offense last year as well with, with the blocking. And who would have thought we'd been praising praising Dwayne Allen this time, <laughs> coming around this time? But are, he's a he's another missing piece to this offense. There are so many. You look at this team, and you're like, what the hell am I watching? I really thought they were going to get better at this point. 
and if Gronk didn't yeah. maybe drag his ass, maybe the Patriots would have grabbed Jared Cook, who looks pretty good right now in New Orleans. It's a lot of issues with this offense. I don't see it being fixed by the end of the season. But hey, it's the Patriots. You never freaking know what's going to happen. All right, guys, this is another CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Wally, sitting here with Marvazan and with Mike Molino. All right, coming off of a Sunday loss to the Kansas City Chiefs, 23-16. to The Patriots got beat by, some may say the referees, some may say the Patriots beat themselves. So, guys, with that, some people might say the Patriots are the fourth-best team in the AFC now. Ravens, Texans, Chiefs don't look good. They've lost all three of those teams. Guys, if the playoffs started today, would the Patriots be one and done? Would they be out in the first round? Would this be the first year and would be nine seasons that they didn't make the AFC Championship game? Would they be one and done? And if they win, how far do you think they'd go? Marvel, let's start with you. The first game, you know, would be in New England, I'm guessing. You know, most most likely this first game is going to be in New hope. England. And you're possibly facing the Kansas City Chiefs again. Maybe the maybe the Houston Texans. I'm just, you know, spitballing things that I think are scenarios that may happen. If you face the Kansas, we'll say Kansas City for this example. You face Kansas City the first round. Well, the, the, the second round, presumably. I think you could beat them. I think you could beat Kansas City at home. You know, you saw some things in this game where a lot of things didn't go your way and you were still in it, you know, especially after the horrible first half that you had going down 20-7. and You were still able to try to make a comeback. Defensively, Patriots are going to have to be perfect. They can't make any mistakes. Like the the touchdown to the Hardman, that cannot happen in the playoffs. You have to be perfect for this Patriots team to advance Jones, and I Jones think it's possible. Jones got smoked on that play. Yeah, you, Jonathan Jones has had a great season, but speed kills. <laughs> speed kills, and that's what Kansas City has, and they adjusted in the second half, which was a great sign. Kansas City only scored three points against a Patrick Mahomes-led offense. So there's some things to take away from that Kansas City game um, last week. I know everyone wants to talk about the refs and how bad the offense was, but Patriots did some things right. They're going to special teams defense are going to need to play a perfect game. And then, you know, obviously this offense is going to have to score at least 20 points in the playoffs, at least 20 points to try to give you guys a chance to advance to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's not a big ask. Uh, 20. Am I, I'm not asking for too much. <laughs> yeah, not at all. <laughs> I mean, no. I remember early in the season. Me and Mike were talking about during postgame show. I was telling Mike, this team should score 30 points every night. Now I'm, now I'm down to it's 20. Like two to- we're watching two totally different teams at this point. It's crazy. Sure is. It's crazy. It's crazy how, how long of a season it's been. All right, Mike, before we jump over to you, guys, football and basketball seasons, they are in full swing. So is the NHL. It's getting neglected here. Again, to the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or pro ball. Every spread, every total, every single winner or loser, straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the entire season. You can even bet on wild prop bets. Who is going to make the college football playoff? Who will be the NFL MVP? Lamar Jackson, come on. Get the fastest two-market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, BetOnline.ag. Head over to BetOnline.ag on your mobile device to join and use promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sports book experts. 
All right, Mike, does this bum-ass offense, <laughs> do they get through the first round of the playoffs this year? What do you think? Despite how the offense looks, the first round is played at Gillette Stadium. I'm taking the Patriots 10 out of 10 times. You're talking about a team. Listen, you're talking about a team who before last night, sorry, uh, the night the Patriots played with whatever he's going to drop Sunday night, Sunday afternoon, uh, before that, 21 straight games won at Gillette Stadium. This team doesn't lose at home often. And you're talking about possibly a playoff game, you know, the division around possibly at Gillette Stadium. It's a big game. And you want to talk about guys who step up in big games? The Patriots have a coach, a quarterback, and, yes, Julian Edelman, guys who step up in big games. And let's talk about the defense as well, who've been playing out of their minds, majority of the season. Then you got a guy who some say is in defensive player of the year uh, talk in Stephon Gilmore. Uh, Jamie Collins has played well all year. Dante Hightower, you know how he plays in big games. Um, Kyle Vanoy, I'm really, really starting to like that guy more and more, you know, as the season has progressed. I trust this Patriots team at Gillette Stadium in a playoff game. Again, I understand how the offense looks right now. But the defense, Gillette Stadium, divisional round matchup, this defense, I'm taking them over anybody there in front of. That's just how I'm feeling. Yeah, but the offense has to score points. <laughs> yes, <laughs> two sides of the field. The offense needs to score. You and- can't win a game 0-0. Zero, zero. <laughs> True. And like I said in the previous segment, I still believe just because history has shown us They'll figure it out somehow, some way. There's a team that has shown that they can do it. The Patriots are that team. At the same time, you know, there has been games this season where this defense has gone out and put up <clears throat> 14 points on the board just off of turnovers. If you can get 14 from the defense and then the offensive Brady can at least give you, by God, two, two <laughs> touchdowns. Two <laughs> touchdowns. Let the offense is so bad. Let the offense give you two. How far make... we've come when we're begging Brady to <laughs> yeah. get you two touchdowns? Just, just score saying. the football. Just please, once. <laughs> I believe, though, all in all, I think at Gillette Stadium, if the game is played at Gillette, the Patriots still come out victorious. I have confidence in them coming out of the first round. I mean, look, when. I guess your best running back, I'm not going to count James White here, is Brandon Bolden. Brandon Bolden's been scoring touchdowns for the majority, for the running back-wise, for a majority of the season, right? He's been, he might be the most productive back when they get close to the red zone this year. He scored another one on Sunday against the Kansas City Chiefs. I just, you guys remember, when this team was running things through the first seven weeks, we kept having the same conversation. Is it legit? These opponents aren't that good. Is the defense as good? Which the defense has proved that they are as good as we thought they were. Is this team as good as we think they are? Or are they getting this Are they getting this look? Are they building up this reputation based around the poor competition that they've played? Well, look, they've played. They played. Okay, they beat the Cowboys and the Eagles, two teams in the NFC East who are just garbage. Like uh, Six and seven Cowboys who lead the division, please. They've played three teams that they have to beat in the postseason. Houston, Baltimore, Kansas City. They've lost to them all. 
They lost to them all. In, in two of those games, they got beat handedly. They had the piss beat out of them. Kansas City, they had a chance to win that game. Kansas City, they had a chance to go into overtime. But they, the fact of the matter is they lost all three of those games. So if the playoffs started today, they don't get out of the first round. They don't go to the, the Patriots Invitational, the AFC Championship game. They don't. I don't have any faith in this team. I have a lot of faith in this defense. I don't have any faith in this offense. They don't have a running game. They don't have a passing game. They don't have an offensive line. The only thing that's – if there was any other quarterback in the backfield – we would not even say – there would be no thought in our mind that this team, that this offense could get out of the first round of the postseason. If there was any other quarterback, if that was Jimmy Garoppolo, we would not even consider that possibility. But it's because it's Tom Brady, because it's Bill Belichick, that's the only thing that's keeping people optimistic about this offense being able to get through the first round. It's sad. I hear that. I hear that, man. It's, it's, it's crazy. But then again – you know, like Mike has been saying, as we're doing this show, and we've been doing this show for over a year now, which is awesome. But I just remember our faces looking just like this last, last year. Last year. Our faces look just that, like this. Just, yeah. just what the hell is going on? I know Miami. everybody's sucking. What Tom Brady said after that game, the Kansas City game. I know oh, everyone oh, thinks after- that we suck. Everybody thinks we suck and we can't win, we can't score, whatever. After, after the divisional game against uh, L.A. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, same situation. As yeah. well, on to Kansas City, it could this, be the situation. This is honestly deja vu. You know, I think it was what? After the Pittsburgh loss, you had two more games against the AFC East, and the Patriots were able to, you know, beat those games, go into the playoffs, and really, you know, get things going. Hey, you got you get your brakes beat off of the past couple weeks here. You get a softer schedule, one tough game against the Bills. If you win these three maybe get something going into the playoffs and we could see what happens. Deja vu, maybe. That's it. Last year was Miami, Detroit, Jacksonville, Tennessee, and then Pittsburgh. Five yeah. losses that we thought the Patriots should win each one of those games. Yep. I just don't think the offense is at the offense at those points was not that great. I don't see the offense. The offense, this offense I think is worse than last year's offense. And you don't have the benefit of Rob Gronkowski either, which I think is a massive, massive component to this Very team true. going into the postseason. Very true. It's going to be a scary ride for the rest of the season. <clears throat> CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. Nick Qualia, Marvzon, and Mike Molyneux. Guys, we're going to be back next week after the Patriots play the Cincinnati Bengals. There's a lot of rumors going on right now about the Patriots potentially filming the sideline of the coaches. Bill Belichick's already said that they know nothing about it, but we'll see if there's any news that develops with that. Maybe we're going to have a topic based around that next week. We sure won't. We'll see. Yeah, I, I don't. I think it's. I think it's a whole lot of crap. I don't really think it's anything. If if they're filming the Cincinnati Bengals to get an advantage, they deserve to get caught. I know we, I know they're, they they're, they're just trying to see how AJ Green is looking. That's all, because he's going to be a Patriot <laughs> next year. Ah. <laughs> I uh, know Odell Beckham's gonna be Odell Beckham hey, both begging of them. to come to New England, begging. That's, that's the only way you're gonna keep Brady. Yeah. All right, guys. Also, catch Mike and Marv every single Patriots game post game for the CLNS Media Patriots post game show. And me, I will just be back here next week because I got nothing else going on. But I do write Red Sox columns, so you guys can write read those too if you want. There you go. Promote yourself, Nick. Again, Nick Qualia, Marvizan, and Mike Molino. We're gonna be back next week, guys. Thanks for watching.